0: My Michelle live podcast My My My, my Michelle
1: live
0: Hey I'm Michelle live and broadcasting from the Washington Sportsman Show at the Washington Fairgrounds in Puyallup, Washington. Washington, 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 the northwest (laughs) corner of the U.S. And it is absolutely uh, spectacular. Uh, I'll be here one way or another through a lot of the weekend broadcasting, uh, podcasting, doing interviews. Um, It is a, a great place to connect with people because we have been... In an era where the media isn't doing their job, they regurgitate, they um, spin, and they don't often do real reporting and investigation. And let's see if this is true. And let's let's look at all sides. So we try to balance out a lot of what you are hearing with things that you aren't hearing. I will come under fire sometimes from your emails that say, Well, why didn't you say this? Why didn't you know it goes deeper, there is more. Sometimes there is, but we try to stick to things that we can investigate, that we can prove that are is very plausible. The others will kind of work on and maybe get to later if it turns out to be so. <clears throat> but we I think it's important that at least somebody I mean if we're at the place in America where I'm one of the few people who are doing that we're really in trouble but I'm glad to take up the torch of freedom and of a good reporting um, and we do it every week with a week in review and my co-host joins me Adam Rizieri. thanks for hanging out with me this beginning to the weekend. It is freezing down there. And uh, it's just a moment before the broadcast began, we were talking about the kids out there doing donuts in, in the parking Yeah, having lot no things. fun at
1: all, you know. I was I was taking my dogs outside last night to do their business. And, you know, three little pugs, they're not really accustomed to, to the snow and ice that we have kind of going on in our neck of the woods. <laughs> and so I'm just out there and they're just trying to figure out, like, okay, well, where, where's my spot? I can't find my smells. You know, so we're out there for a little bit. And I just, I hear the sound of engines revving and, and I know what it is because I was a kid once upon a time and it's just, just high school kids, you know, in their parking lot doing donuts and, and having a lot of fun. And I think Michelle, you and I were kind of pointing to the, to the idea that, uh, you know, maybe that could become a sport of, of sorts, right? Like maybe, maybe there's a, I, I don't know if there's a place, you know, for cars doing donuts on ice in the winter games in Beijing, uh, although there are a lot of crazy things taking place in Beijing this year. Um, yeah. and we well, certainly in this Olympic games, but Michelle, you were telling me that, you know, this this awesome, awesome show that you're at in Washington. uh, It's kind of a lot of uh, local people are, 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 I guess, competitively cooking great food, having competitions on that. Uh, There's a a fishing and hunting uh, going on. I mean, they've got the the top
0: steak professionals uh, here. Cooking steak, and you better believe I'm going to be in there on that tasting. I'm telling oh. you. Right. And so if if they uh, wave to me and say, "Hey, the steaks are on," you're taking over the show. I'm out. I'm just saying priorities, man. Priorit- I mean, I hey, love you and all, but I'm come on. On the
1: plane. Uh, well, they won't let me on the plane because I'm not going to do the Facebookini thing, you know. But I'll I'll start driving. <laughs>
0: you know, what is you- funny though. Uh, some of these guys have had to travel here, and they flew on the airplane with their meat, and I'm like, dude, TSA. PSA, come on.
1: (laughs) Uh, I guess you can't really grill in the airplane, can you? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Cooking is a
0: sport, um, and there is great competition here in this. Sportsman show, but I wanted to talk a little bit uh, about the winter games. Uh, This this year, we're really looking at some crazy happenings. You know, China's come under fire for how they treat Tibet. Uh, They've come under fire for their uh, internment camps, for uh, their human rights practices. I mean, mean, all over the place.
1: Forced organ harvesting? Yeah. Um, Oh, come on, right? Like, that's insane. Forced childbearing? That's insane. Uh, Rampant theft of U.S. intellectual property? And that's uh, typical of any communist regime. I mean, hashtag North Korea, Russia. Um, You know, it's a totalitarian, hostile country. Like, that's the bottom line. Um, So, you know, Michelle, I imagine some people at the show that you're at can wield a pretty to the Olympic Games has never won the biathlon that's a competition you have to do, do skiing get really really tired and then hold and shoot at a target really really well yeah. maybe somebody over there at that trade show can help us win the gold at some point probably not in beijing but <laughs> let's get something like that um michelle this 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 olympic games I'm, i'm definitely you know i'm torn because there are really incredible athletes that represent the united states of america that you know, we wake up and we have our own routines, right? Yes. These athletes wake up and their routine is literally all dedicated to the events that, that are, are to take place over the next couple of weeks. You know, their entire lives are dedicated to their sport. Their entire lives to date are, are dedicated to this, this competition. And the interlo- the, the IOC, the, the governing body of the Olympics, chooses Beijing as the a, as a spot, right? Like, they, they literally are kind of peeing in the water of these athletes that should be allowed to compete in a place that is free and fair and a place where they don't have to discard their, their own uh, mobile devices to purchase burner phones to use because they have to be afraid of, uh, of malware and cyber theft and spying on their own personal <laughs> space on their own personal stuff. Yeah. And, and on insane. top of that,
0: they have uh, these, the apps that they have to use, as you're saying, they um, they have, Words that are not allowed, you know, right. words like uh, dissident or Tenement Square or right. human rights. You're not allowed to, to use that. Yeah, and and this is uh, this is crazy. I'm wondering if some of the woke athletes are feeling that and going, "Whoa, this isn't fair." Well, yeah, welcome to the world that you've tried to put us in. Well-
1: Michelle, did you see did you see that one story about a Dutch journalist who was literally live on air across from the stadium on a public street in China, and during the on air broadcast, you see this Chinese security official with a uh, this is kind of a flashback here a red armband literally go to the reporter and manhandle the reporter, literally pull the reporter off off screen off camera, before the network shuts down the feed and
2: I, I mean and that what was it that he was saying
1: exactly what was it that he was saying nothing specific except maybe the word dissident came out or maybe a word that sounded like dissident was spoken you know like it, that's the thing it's like when big tech censors somebody well what did that person do they're never specific about what the alleged allegation was they didn't do it and so you know you have journalists who are not allowed to be journalists over there covering the events in china but michelle there might be a reason why we hear so much right now about russia um because a lot of the journalists that are employed by our biggest <coughs> media companies in the United States, they're employed by companies that have huge financial interests in these Olympic Games. They have huge, like hundreds of millions of dollars invested into this Olympic Games. And so it's not a good look for their brand if all of a sudden the public is like, wait a minute, guys. Why are you so heavily invested in these games <coughs> being held in Beijing uh, when they've done this, they've done that, they've done all these terrible things? Why are you as, in the US, as a U.S. as corporation bankrolling that. And so that's why you, you hear a lot of uh I think discussions right now about Russia, 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 these concerns about Ukraine massing at the border the Russian troops massing at the border. Uh this this it's headline came out smoke and mirrors. And mirrors. Right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This headline came out about the fact that Russia and China just signed uh, mostly a, a symbolic friendship pack or a, a kind of a, a a no limit sort of cooperation agreement, and th- that's that's what this is, Michelle. I, I think I think you're seeing big corporations that are financially invested in the, in this Olympic Games trying to find a way to say, well, what we're doing here in China is not so bad because what Russia is doing right now. <laughs> oh, watch out, guys. Like, alarm, 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 look this way, not that way.
0: Well, I, I thought you might want to comment on this. I'm going to try to pull this up now. Keep in mind, we're broadcasting live remotely with a spotty internet. Uh, but I'm going to pull this over. This is what uh, some Olympic athletes. Can you, can you see this? Did you, were you I'm able to on, see that?
1: Not on my side.
0: All right. You may not be able to. Um, that's but okay. I'm just going to
1: imagine how good how good that thing is that you're sharing. Okay, we're, we're going to look at uh, some of the Olympic
0: athletes uh, and what they have to say about participating in the Games. Here we go. Well, let's see. This will help if I turn up the volume. Thank you hey, very
2: much. Human rights violations, can. you know, from speaking on behalf of all the athletes, I can say human rights violations are abysmal, and we all believe that you know it's it's really it tears the fabric of humanity. but ah, there it is. I think to to boycott the games would be to to not take the opportunity to shed light on this topic. And so you know we're here and and we will field the question and, and speak about how important it is to come together and to represent the Olympic movement, which is all about, you know,
0: okay let's just stop there for just a second so to boycott to boycott the games would be not shedding light on it uh, i don't under quite get that you know and we're here for the oneness for the beauty we'll listen to a little more of the of the soundbite
2: and humanity and togetherness and humanity
0: that's what it's about it's about togetherness and humanity and uh, we'll listen to some more
2: offers and lifting each other up and participating and, and trying your best and Even if you don't win, you still succeed. And I think those are the the most beautiful things about what it is to be human. And to boycott the games would, would, would be, I don't think, the right move because we wouldn't be able to talk about what is so great about the Olympics and what is so special about being an Olympian. I agree with what Evan So you was can't saying. do that if you're. not There must be power that is beyond the Olympics. It has to be like change at a remarkable scale. As athletes, we still retain our humanity. And, um, you know, it's, uh, obviously, uh, like Evan, we, we heard what Evan said too. Is, uh, we echo his sentiment. Um, as athletes and Olympic, uh, hopeful Olympic athletes in 2022, uh, our job is to go into uh, the competition completely focused on ourselves.
0: Okay. Um, So that's a a bit of the, the commentary, Adam. And, um, now you're going to just see weird stuff, but let's fix that. (laughs) Um, so if, if we were to boycott the games, we couldn't shed light on, on the humanity and the goodness and this, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and our jobs aren't to be, and you know, there's some balance here and this is where I want to take it on. Our jobs are to focus on being an athlete. You know, we're still human. We want to get those medals, of course. And we're here to be athletes, not here to be, unless you are rapino,
1: right? Like, unless you're making a Pino taking a knee <laughs> on the, on the game, right. Uh, or uh, on the field. Yeah. Um, Nancy Pelosi, I want to read something that Nancy Pelosi said specific to this uh, Olympics as to what u s athletes should be doing, and she's encouraging the athletes. She says, "You are there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry about what the Chinese government might do to their reputations to their families. Nancy Pelosi is saying. She expects some scary. athletes so just, to just
0: comply. She's saying comply, which is a word we should be very familiar with at, oh, at this point. Yeah, I, I understand. I I would like athletes to just be athletes. So uh, there's a dichotomy here, well, Adam. That's no, hard it, for me I don't want your politics I don't care what your politics are Afterwards you want to say I give glory to God Good for you I want to thank my family Whatever I don't want to right. hear politics But yeah. you are a part of a machine That the IOC's own rules Are being broken by Conducting the games in China Oh but it'd just be that's too right. expensive And it'd just be too much To just say no You know it's like It's like the the chick Who's marrying the abuser and she wakes up on her wedding day and says, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that. Ah, but the <laughs> flowers have been paid for and the church is rented. Come on. Just it's say crazy. no.
1: It's, it's crazy. I was listening to Caitlyn Jenner talk about this one earlier. Caitlyn Jenner uh, was one of the five on, on Fox, was it the Fox and Five or the Five, uh, whatever the official name is of that show during the day. But Caitlyn Jenner's take was, you know what, to the U.S. athletes, go there because you've trained your whole lives to, to compete at this level, this, this this international level, go there and just dominate your, your game, dominate your sport, come home with gold, show off how strong and how great America is through your own excellence, right? China is looking at the games here as their opportunity as a country to showcase how strong and dominant and powerful China is and mm-hmm. how, how great China is culturally and how strong it is economically and business-wise. It's a huge PR Move really basically for China to just show off and kind of peacock with their feathers in the air, just how awesome and and, and big yeah, they, are and they are. Yeah, but what would have
0: happened if no countries came? If it was just China and Russia?
1: Exactly right. So if no if no countries came and it was just China and Russia, then well, obviously the IOC would have had to to bend the knee to the world and choose a much more suitable place for these games to actually take place. I mean, so when you make shoot, these like, decisions, do you do it because of games for a year? I'm, right? I'm
0: sorry, I was going to say if. If uh, you make these decisions, do you do it because everyone else is doing it? And well, everyone else is going, do you do it because I've been training all my life? I don't know. That's a hard thing, as you have been. And the Olympics only comes around once in a while. Um, But... uh, I also don't buy into well if we boycott we can't shed light on the goodness and that's what it's right. all about while across the street you know, or just down the street people there's uh, there's organ harvesting and child labor and right. all manner of atrocities that we just tell China well if you spend enough money and if you have enough glitz and glamour it's absolutely okay nobody cares NBA
1: I think, you know, China is I, – I think they really expose themselves to a p- position of vulnerability with a lot of live cameras rolling because, counter to N- Nancy Pelosi's advice to the athletes, there are going to be a lot of athletes who are used to just getting away with whatever they want and doing whatever they want. And so they're going to say whatever they want, and it's not going to look good for China, and China's going to have to just quickly shut them down. But it's going to be very public, and it's going to well, be very, Well, are they going to be ruthless?
0: To are they and, – and there have been um, notices – That if you step out of line, you say the wrong things that you'll be arrested.
1: Yeah, well, so you know that China has the, the every every person there has this app on on their device that tracks them, tracks their yeah. behavior, and it's kind of like that daily check-in, right? And so, is China going to actually use that app to turn on the microphone to the device, to turn on the camera to the device, to the device, and covertly monitor what's being discussed in those athlete dorm rooms to to basically identify those who might be problematic before they before they are actually on the stage or before they're actually on the field to compete, and then all of a sudden this person tests positive for COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And so China can then proactively say, oh, well, we're going to say that this athlete can't compete because of this COVID test. And they just stop it from happening altogether, right? I mean, China will go to that to that measure to protect their reputation. Uh, You don't think so, sweetheart,
0: as you're watching or listening, what measures are we going to in the United States alone think about it? Uh, What measures have we gone to to shut down another voice? What measures have we gone down to not allow conversation? You're not even allowed conversation. You know, Uh, maybe we can skip to uh, Spotify and the Joe Rogan uh, continuing saga. Because uh, what that really is, uh, Joe Rogan doesn't always agree with the people he has on. He's just opening up those conversations and uh, oftentimes asking the tough questions of people who others might consider to be on the extreme of an idea. Still, pretty much everyone that he interviews is either an expert They're knowledgeable or they're high profile and a lot of people are listening to them Mm -hmm. and the importance is having that conversation. If I don't agree with you or if you're wrong, shutting you down does nothing but no. shutting you up by having discourse and saying, hey, I'm, what about this, what about that, what about that, that kind of debate, that's what gets people to go, oh, okay, there's no merit there. But, when, but what you have to ask the question is, if we're not doing that, maybe – the predominant voice doesn't have merit and they're afraid of that debate.
1: Well, can you imagine what would happen? Like, I don't know if you remember the the old TV show on MTV back when MTV actually had music videos, like in the 90s. What? Um, is
2: that was what this, that M stood for?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, right? Music television. And they had this, this little show called Celebrity Deathmatch, and it was like these claymation figures of <laughs> prominent celebrities that would fight against each other. I mean, can you just imagine like a duel on the Joe Rogan experience between Fauci and Malone. Like, that would be amazing. Like, ding, ding, ding. Like, let's get it on. Like, that would be incredible. I would love to see that because I think... There's a okay, so first of all, I mean, CNN is down the drain right now because they tried to make that an entertainment network, right? But that like that matchup of Rogan versus or sorry of Malone versus Fauci would not only be entertaining, but it would also be incredibly informative, right? Like give America, give the people what they want. We want live and, and healthy debate. We want to hear strong voices that are on different sides of the spectrum, and just let them duke it out, and then let the public decide, you know, which ideas are great and which ones are terrible. There you go. Um,
0: Well, I think it's a terrible idea to shut down voices, and it's kind of interesting. I don't know if you know this. uh, There's a a whole lot with the Spotify issue, first of all. We have Joni Mitchell, who... I was kind of part of the anti-establishment way back in the day, you know, 70s when, you know, you stood against the establishment for what you thought was right. You stood for free speech. Now, I happen to know this because that's where my family came from, a left-wing uh, powerhouse of uh, you know what, they were pushing me down I-5 in a stroller to block the freeway <laughs> to protest uh, things, and they stood for free speech. I do not like what you have to say, but I'll defend to the death your right to say it. Um, And they felt that the establishment and even in their minds, the right wing establishment was not allowing the other voice. Um, now that they have the predominant voice, well, that's okay now to shut down and shut up. And so Joni Mitchell, um, Neil Young's band partner, Graham Nash, all want to remove their songs or going over to another service. But here's something interesting. And that's why today's show is brought to you by the word, kids, hypocrisy. <laughs> Can you say hypocrisy? So for years, uh, Mr. Young has been spreading what um, many have called scientific misinformation. They started using that with him, so he should know how this feels about GMO foods. Um, experts, they say, experts, I always say this, experts have considered um, GMO foods to be both safe And useful. But a lot of folks have questions about GMOs and are they natural? Uh, You start genetically modifying things. Does it have long-term effects, right? Kind of like the long-term effects of vaccines. Well, Neil Young has, in one song, referred to them as poison, and he uh, was a guest on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert back in 2016, and he said that GMOs cause terrible diseases. And so people were saying, you know, that's scientific misinformation. The experts say this, the going thought is. And so he's he was he canceled? Should he have just been off Spotify anyway? You see the hypocrisy in that? Um, they rampant. said he's spreading scientific misinformation, but in his mind he's saying, Well, there's some serious questions that should be asked and should be addressed about genetically modified foods. We need to look into this. And they could be causing diseases. And there are some studies that say this, that, and the other thing. I support Neil Young. Whether you agree with him or not, you should be having that conversation because for crying out loud, it's the food you eat. (laughs) The same should go. I mean, has he just gotten senile and and forgotten that the same should go with vaccines? We're seeing more problems with vaccines. Uh, There was a recent study, and I will cite this, later, and I may even be able to pull it up here so that you can see that what I speak is true, and I I did some research into it uh, from uh, Germany, where they were looking at numbers of uh, elderly people, and there was a spike in uh, coronavirus deaths. There was then later a spike in non-coronavirus deaths deaths, uh, that... uh, that correlated with uh, increased vaccines and with people having vaccines within you know a short period before their deaths, and uh, that was kind of ignored by by some of these governments, and that it's a concern I'm not saying that that I have proof that the vaccine killed all these people I'm saying there's questions, and we should be asking them um there's also some some Research that it is pouring out now that lockdowns had little or no impact on, on covid nineteen right. deaths, according to a new study um, the cdc has now this is big big news the CDC is finally recognizing that natural immunity is superior um, that and they're they 're coming out with this now this is the cdc it 's widespread now natural immunity is superior it protects you against all variants Um, and and the people people who have vaccines don't have some of the protections in our tear ducts in our nose and in our mouth so this is not a vaccine a a pandemic any longer of the unvaccinated it looks like the people who have been vaccinated are the ones that are spreading it and in many times getting it so back to to uh mr neil young there are quite a few people, including The View. They say they they don't want to be on Spotify anymore. Uh, but I am surprised, Adam, that there are a lot of uh, mainstream outlets that are uh, saying, wait a minute, I think we're, we we may be siding with Spotify on this. You know, it, it is free speech. Yeah. Uh, there are, you should be able to ask questions. That's like right. telling CNN, you know, maybe they're going, oh, you know what? Well, and what if we're not allowed to have these people see, on and ask questions?
1: When you see like John Stewart and Bill Maher, you know, guys who are nowhere near the right, the right <laughs> coming out and saying, wait a minute guys and, yeah. and they're calling out Bill
0: Barr, I love this. He said uh, the the party that was uh, FDR and JFK are not are now OMG and WTS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. And, and and that's and that's why Michelle, when when you think about all of this right, and you also think about the fact that so many of us as we're being told to shut up and, and, and comply we're sitting here waiting for things that we already know as truth, or things that we logically believe to be truth, to come out as official doctrines from the C- from the CDC or as an official statement from the White House. Like the idea that oh. natural immunity is superior to a vaccinated immunity. I mean, like, come on, like it's ridiculousness. And so. Now, when we see oh, but the but, it but media, the papers
0: are still saying it's so called immunity. It's like, are you kidding so me? Called. But here, here, um, getting back to uh, this debate and how it correlates with free speech and Spotify, um, I, I, I had to pull this up from a TikTok video that I just recently watched. Uh, it was the easiest way to get Miss uh, Miss Jen and what she had to say. Can you see that? Okay.
1: I don't see Saki, if that's who you're pulling up. And right, frankly, see. I'm I'm not missing her. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right.
0: Let's just listen to what she had to say. As we're watching the White House put pressure on a private company to decide what they will and oh, what they will well, broadcast. Real you know
1: and- Michelle. With Saki, the word um is kind of your BS meter. So the more times you hear her say Ooh, um, like oh. that's how you know. You know, <laughs> so listen for the um.
0: Okay, take take a uh, listen. Um, Our hope is that all major tech platforms and all major news sources, for that matter, be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID-19. That certainly includes Spotify. So this disclaimer, it's a positive step, but we want every platform to continue doing more to call out mis- and misinformation dis- while also uplifting accurate information. What? Jen what? Thought he- yeah. So the White House is now going to help you. Decide what gets to be truth and what doesn't and how how dare they say, yeah, we want everyone to be shutting this down and I want you to think about that because what's the word of the day today, kids? Hypocrisy. Think about what that looks like as we've been talking about China and Mm -hmm. um, with an app, making sure you don't say the wrong words. Doesn't that start to make you go, what the heck?
1: Seriously, right. Literally. I mean, just just Google search Dutch reporter dragged away by Chinese security official live on air or anything to that effect. And you'll see how ridiculous this is in video form. I mean, that's what this is. When you say things that are counter to the narrative you are quickly targeted and you're shut down real fast, real, real fast. Uh, but, But the thing that's just insane is to realize, too, hypocrisy, right? The same people today that are sitting here saying that you should shut up and comply are the people that at once in their lifetime were the ones that were trying to say, hey, listen, there's something wrong with the establishment. we got to look at that and break it.
0: Okay, well, um, let's look at another figure that made news this w- week. Uh, uh, whoopsie Goldberg. Whoopsie! <laughs> uh, she whoopsie. Uh, said that the Holocaust... Got, yeah, that's it wasn't about race. I mean, you, I'm sure you've seen the video, and it's difficult for me to pull it up here, so right. um, we may put it in a little bit afterwards uh, in uh, post-production. Um, yeah, the, the Holocaust, she said, was not about, about, it wasn't about race, it wasn't, uh, you know, about racism, it was me, humanity being rude to other humanity, and they're like, really? I mean, this is how crazy, Adam, uh, we've allowed ourselves on, on our left inside side of our spectrum to get, that we're like, oh yeah, I know, Hitler did some bad things, but at least he wasn't a racist.
1: <laughs> like, he he wasn't.
0: Yeah, what? yeah, no, 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 no. And you know, I it, in in two ways, you're gonna be surprised, but I'm gonna defend <clears throat> whoopsie on this. In that she got it for a second. Now, yeah. It was about race because a crazy freaking madman convinced everybody uh, through slowly getting you to comply to believe a lie that they were the master race and that the Jews were an inferior race. So, um, yeah, it was all about race, whoopsie. But here's the thing that she did mention. If you are on the side of the thinking person and you realize that we are all one race and you aren't getting the Hitler mindset that there's a master race, you realize that we're all humanity. So it is about man horribly treating other exactly men right. uh, exactly the same right. race not because well they're white people uh, who are treating other white people and the only race that has ever had racism is my race because well we're the superior race now I, it it
1: doesn't make sense I, I definitely disagree with uh jonathan greenblatt from the adl every now and then you know he's not always on the right side unfortunately despite the the founding of their organization, but his response to Whoopi Goldberg was exactly as you said. No, Whoopi, the Holocaust was about the Nazis' systematic annihilation of the Jewish people, who they deemed to be an inferior race. They dehumanized them and used this racist propaganda to justify slaughtering six million Jews. Holocaust distortion is dangerous, and he's right. Um, you know, he, he he's definitely right about that. But Michelle, what would have happened if Whoopi was? A white man or a white woman, for that matter. Like, what if she was she being would in be Carolina? fired.
0: And All we've right. seen many people fired because they said something or they did something, even if it was a long time ago. If you remember Joy Behar, she wore blackface. Oh, what this is what she said, and I defend her. Was actually, just on this. I went to face, a I Halloween think, right? a Halloween party dressed as a beautiful black woman. So she had an Afro. She colored her her face and and she vehemently says the black community had my back on this. I mean, like you can like you can, How can you bundle for up you entire, the whole, for every
1: black yeah, thank things, you
0: very much. Right? But I defend her on that. And I'll tell you why. Because.
1: Joyce, like my one black friend, said it was fine. So yeah, I there this. you
0: go. Like, are you no, kidding me? No, I defend me? her on this, Adam, because uh, imitation is the most sincerest form of flattery. Um, is she appropriating a culture? Come on, you know Whoopi Goldberg. That was not her name. Speaking right. of of the Jewish community but she was going as uh, someone else on on halloween and, and it wasn't like Rachel
1: Dawes all saying i identify as no was, she was just dressing up
0: and and just like when you're playing as uh, the washington redskins uh, now the commanders You're not playing because you're trying to make fun of or say that anyone who would have been deemed red skin is a weakling. You know, you you are trying to put it in a place of honor. Now, I understand, you know, we're changing that, whatever. But I say that to say, in that case, joy It was just celebrating, okay, I think, in in my opinion. But she doesn't turn it around. And, you know, so it's as though I'm able to do that, but no one else gets it. You know, I'm I'm ascended. I understand. Nobody else can do this.
1: If people could just be more compassionate towards others, I think, and understand intent, right, and context behind certain things, And, and this just applies to everything. But, you know, like in Joy's case, I'm sure it was not her intent in that moment to be offensive and, and racist, right? Even if that's what she ended up doing. Um, I, I think that if people are a little bit more compassionate on an individual level and try to understand people at that individual kind of one-to-one level, then there's maybe it'd be a better place for everybody at that point. Yeah. But if we're just Joy could yet.
0: apply the same grace she expects to others the golden rule could apply and we would have some kind of balance um, right. and we're not seeing that with whoopsie goldberg we're seeing that okay we'll take a two-week vacation and it's all good but if she were a white male a white christian like, male like a white christian right? conservative male she yeah. would be fired Cut. and canceled you know there you no go more
1: show for you. <laughs> <laughs> like that was that's what it would be <laughs> you're exactly right where has the world gone? You know, but I mean, there, there's a lot of lessons that I think we can learn just from taking a breath and asking ourselves, you know, well, how would I have approached that situation? Um, how could I have been different than maybe Whoopi's boss or, or Chris Harrison's boss?
2: Okay.
1: Um, you know, because I think there is a, a path of grace that we could take there, but it definitely has to be one that includes certainly an educational element to it as well. Um But people are just so quick to to demonize these days. And I think in this case, Whoopi was definitely in the wrong. But make that a teaching moment, you know?
0: make that a teaching moment, thank you very much. Uh, and That's not the only big news coming out of uh, the reporting world, if you want to call The View reporting. It isn't. <laughs> but neither is what we see on CNN. Uh, and a lot of people are defending uh, some of the Jeff Zucker uh, situation, saying, well, you know, he's not there as a reporter. This is all entertainment. They finally admit it. Thank you.
1: <laughs> well, I guess that's what you get when you hire a guy who was literally the CEO of one of the world's biggest entertainment organizations right I mean before he was at CNN the guy led NBC you know he was an executive producer on the Today Show the Donald Trump's show The Apprentice exists or existed because of Jeff Zucker Um, it was only after that show that he and, and Donald Trump their relationship soured pretty quickly thereafter but you know the American public has definitely been thirsty for and wanting a true source of, of news, like just the facts. Right. And that's just not been a thing in the market. And that's why you've seen other organizations start to gain power, like Newsmax, for example. Um, You've seen the, I I think the the consistent strength of conservative radio and certainly podcasting is, is huge. I mean, Joe Rogan right now is the, is proof that there is a, an appetite for, perspectives that are unedited and, and yeah. unbiased just just give us and i wouldn't even say that he's a conservative voice which oh, no, i no. appreciate he's a burning guy right
0: yeah and and i appreciate that because it's uh, we don't have to we can have bill mars we can have joe rogan's uh we can have people with libertarian mindset. Well, and you looks- can you can have that plethora, but if everyone's asking the questions, if no one's afraid of talking about issues and if we're okay with having dialogue, we're gonna be all the better for it.
1: Michelle, I love that you kind of coined today's episode about the word hypocrisy, right? So let's just think about this real fast. Jeff Zucker, right? He is the boss. He's the top-level dog at CNN. And it's a policy at CNN where if you are in a a romantic relationship with a coworker, you have to report that to HR. It's not illegal or wrong or against the rules to be in a relationship with a coworker. But… It is company policy that you must inform HR that the relationship exists. Do, do relationships happen in the workplace? All the time. I used to work with my wife before I was dating her, before uh, I married her. okay, you know, fishing like, from the pool, I see, the office <laughs> but, but you, pool. It, it, it happens, right, in, in, in that case. His wife is absolutely stunningly beautiful. You couldn't blame him. Yeah, well, I, I'm a lucky guy for sure, and I was thinking about kind of what Dana Perino said, and it's like, well, you think about it, you have a couple of people that are passionate about a certain thing that they choose to spend their time in the workplace, uh, which is a lot of time, right, and you, you, you spend your time devoted towards that, and then all of a sudden you realize, oh my gosh, we have something in common, and oh yeah, we're, we happen to be working together too, okay, well, this seems to be something special maybe i should say hi and and, and say hey you want to go out sometime maybe i don't know just just say yes um, I, I have to do you, you have jessica a sense that you're
0: watching that you're getting an idea of what happened
1: in the in I the room you, household. My wife, <laughs> it all started with with my wife it started with an arm swing um she literally like did like this like arm swing and was like hey i'm jessica <laughs> and i was like i was just like you are amazing. Like, in my <laughs> mind, I said that, it, but then I kind of brushed it off. And, but, you know, relationships kind of grow on their own and they grow over time. And sometimes it happens to be the workplace where that, where that seed is planted and then it grows into a, a beautiful thing. Uh, Jeff Sucker as the boss of CNN, chief hypocrite, right? Or chief <laughs> hypocrite. He did not follow his own policy. He didn't not, it, it was an open secret in the office there that they were in a relationship, right? Him and the CMO of the business, mm-hmm. the chief marketing officer, I believe, Alison Galveste is her name. Um, had he just gone to HR and said, "Yes, I'm the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's my subordinate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are in a consul- consensual relationship." Uh, there it is. Like that's it. It just never happened, right? And so now, because of the Chris Cuomo investigation, questions were asked, and, and details of the relationship came to the surface. And you know what, Michelle? As part of the relationship, it wasn't just romance. It was also Zucker and the CMO at, at CNN protecting not only Chris Cuomo, but also Andrew Cuomo, Mm -hmm. at the start of COVID, these two lovebirds were protecting Cuomo uh, from the COVID investigations in New York.
0: And I want you to think about this as you're watching, viewing, or or reading My Michelle Live. um, You see this kind of behavior, and we can apply it to the protection of of the brother Cuomo, but how does that play out when you're protecting ideas, when you're protecting a mantra, when you're protecting an ideology, when you're protecting exactly. a political point of view? What uh, measures will you go to? And are we seeing this more? Yes, we're seeing this more and more in the mainstream media. Uh, right. That's why podcasts like this and Joe Rogan's and others are exploding because well, people want to hear what is being censored, um, the very kind of things that we're seeing again. I keep going back to this because sooner or later it's going to sink into all of us that we see and are gassed at in China because the word of the day is hypocrisy, kids.
1: Let me drop some some drop some jaw-dropping stats here. Right. Uh, first of all, the name Tucker Carlson. Like when it comes to political ideology, where do you think that name is pretty synonymous with? Right. Tucker well, Carlson. The,
0: the right. The right. It's pretty a far right, right-leaning, right. Uh, and and I wouldn't even say far right. The right. But right. I would say um, to the right of central right.
1: To the right. To the right. I agree. Um, so here's an interesting thing, right? So given everything with CNN given everything with the Joy Reads of MSNBC and the Rachel Maddow's. So a key demographic, a key voting demographic on the Democrat side of the fence, age 25 to 54, would you guess where they spend most of their time and when it comes to primetime television viewing? Guess which network? You would think, well, you would right? think it would CNN be CNN MSNBC. and MSNBC. So this is what was shocking to me. 39% of Democrats, self-identified Democrats, age 25 to 54, 39% of them watch... Tucker on Fox News. 31% of them MSNBC. The CNN is a, is a, is a third place uh finisher at 30%. The daytime viewership was even more drastic and I think about the daytime personality on on Fox who I love, Harris Faulkner, she is fantastic. 42% of Democrats in that same age group. She's a thinker. Watch her. Yeah. Right? So so but then 33% watch CNN. So but then there's Joe Rogan, right? And he's he's like triple that uh, amongst well, really all Americans, I guess you could say, independents, conservatives and liberals, because he's just he's a he's a, he's a Bernie guy, but he's not a, a shut up and comply guy. He's a well, no, I, And you know and what I like? you got to be an equal
0: opportunity offender. You know, you have to be able to ask those questions. I don't care who or where you come from or who you are. you got to be willing to ask the, the questions and not shut out. Opposition or ideas. We are, we're not stupid people, usually. (laughs) America, sorry. I owe you an apology. Kinda. (laughs) No, sorry, not sorry. We're not, we're not. We weren't supposed to be stupid people where we just go along like little sheeple and believe and not be afraid to ask questions. But over the years, we've been told, you know, don't question us. It's settled science. And and, and that's the opposite of what science is, darling, by the way. Science is no challenge, spoke prod. We've said this on, on this very broadcast. It right. wasn't so long in our past where the going science and medical experts would spray down children as they They're eating lunch in the cafeteria with DDT until we realize that it burns up their insides and it causes all kinds of problems. Uh, And the people who challenged that were heretics. The people who challenged that were canceled. The people who challenged that were, were called idiots and they were on the fringe. If you're so right, then don't be afraid to be challenged because the there truth is. will set you free the bi- in the bible itself god says test me try me prove me come let us reason it's interwoven through scripture and darling, if god isn't afraid of the challenge then who are you
1: to he's, like say, saying, he's basically we saying we like, science, me. He's like, like, science me you know but <laughs> michelle i fell asleep last night looking at one of the most famous photographs in our history. And it was the earth, the Earthrise photo from Apollo eight. Oh, There you go. And you are literally, it's a photo of earth taken from the, the lunar orbit on the moon. And like, that is like, I think as much proof as anybody should really need of the fact that like, like how incredible this, this universe of ours that we really know nothing about. Um, it, it, it's really beautiful. Uh, when you, when you can start to ask questions and learn more, it, it, but you have to be open to this path of exploration. Um, and, and for me, just kind of seeing people say, oh, well, subtle science, it's, it's been proven, it's, that's all there is to it. That, that, there's, there's never, like, that's, that's, never, probably the bottom the line. that's never the most ignorant
0: thing. statement of our time. Um, exactly. A lot of what we're talking about today does center around the biggest issue that we are counseling and cutting off you're not allowed to talk about it and that's the the covid issues and the issues surrounding vaccinations maskinations and such um and it isn't the land of the free and the home of the brave where we're seeing this. It's up in Canada where we saw uh, yeah. the where we saw truckers, uh, big rigs.
1: So uh, proud of these guys, man. So proud of yeah. them. Yeah,
0: and and do you know what was so sad is that we also saw people who were standing in the roadways throwing nails like this on the road so they couldn't cross because yeah it's we don't, we we can't just disagree. We we have to shut. You down, and I think people need to be ashamed of that. But I wanted to take that on and talk about what is going on uh, with Canada and some of the other, uh, the other areas of the world. In Canada, uh, the Canadian provinces uh, uh, have stopped going to trying to tax the unvaccinated so there's a a move that's starting to say okay maybe we've gone too far Uh uh-oh we're being held accountable can you can you imagine we're gonna we're gonna tax you because you're you're not going to be vaccinated um the freedom convoy truckers uh have been on the move and it is huge i want i want to get your thoughts on that
1: I think it's it's Michelle, I would use Michelle word. It's glorious. I think it's absolutely <laughs> glorious. I mean this is what Canada needs. This is what the world needs. People who are willing to stand up for what's right and they're going to take an action, a nonviolent, peaceful action to show the world like hey guys this is something we're really really concerned about this is something that you should be concerned about as well and by the way we're not gonna take it (laughs) you know like this is i think fantastic but but then to see trudeau cower away like a scared little child he's nowhere to be found
0: where is he it's like playing where's waldo
1: he's like on level five you know he's like yeah he's like in the bunker somewhere and he's got his netflix on there and he's just kind of like the little blankie waiting for, for tomorrow to happen. Yeah, <laughs> and, and,
0: you know, you, I, I, another big story this week uh, we talked talking about on our Sports Time Out broadcast is uh, Governor Newsom, right? And he is at the Rams game there um, showing off with Magic Johnson, a whole suite of the important people, not a mast on any of them none of them and then afterwards he said yeah i just had this moment where i needed to take off yeah we've been talking about the moment for two years we've been needing to breathe a little fresh air you want to wear a mask that's fine but with a lot of these mandates it's only for the elite and i want you to think this through i don't care where you are on the uh, you feel good with your 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 face muzzle on and it helps you feel safe i respect you i'm a germaphobe myself i hate public handles um
1: Oh, yeah, I, the, gro- the I, doorknobs in the bathroom. Right, groves. and I would yeah. wear a
0: mask all the time just because I'm a germaphobe, but I realize it's not good for my immune system, so I don't do it. But I want you to think about this. Who has to wear the masks? It's the grunts. It's the everyday people. It's the, it's the people who have it's to be in the service and, industry. Yeah. But those who have the higher-paying jobs, well, you can broadcast from home. You can work from home. You can get on the computer at home and – and and you can run the country, and you don't have to wear masks, and you can travel to places where they don't. You see how it is? It, it's looking like Venezuela, where you know you have the haves and the right. have-nots. The, the it applies to you, and it doesn't apply to me. That right. kind of oh, what would we You've call got, that? There's a word for that. Uh, I think it's hypocrisy. called hypocrisy. Thank you. <laughs> the word of the day, kids, is hypocrisy. But in solidarity with their. Uh, Ottawa uh, counterparts, truckers in Alberta and on the Montana border, staged what police were describing as complete blockage of uh, Highway 4 in Canadian's western province. The road is a major artery for commercial goods. Um, I I love that I I heard a lot of people comment on, on this and said, we don't need the truckers. We could just order from Amazon. I'm like, is that uh, is that where a- do you
1: think your stuff comes from, guys? <laughs> no, <laughs> oh I mean- yeah, what we'll just Amazon will just get here with no problem uh well what are they gonna bring <laughs> to you exactly because it's on the port of LA still. You're killing me.
0: You're killing me, smalls. <laughs> I mean, just whatever. So
1: but um people don't think things through, Michelle, and, and that's like the big problem here, right? And that's why you see these terms, these these ideas of settled science all of a sudden change. And you see these debunks uh, hypocrisy or these, these debunked conspiracy theories all of a sudden gain validity, right? Like people are not, are not thinking deeply enough. They're not asking the second and third degree questions that they should be asking about all of these things that really matter. Um, and that's why it's so easy to to find ourselves laughing. You
0: may, um, you may understand that in some cases it's, it may be good to get a vaccine. I understand that. Um, I'm not opposed to vaccines. I am opposed to not having conversation because when you shut out conversation and, the, and there are adverse effects, you're going, well, why didn't we know about this? Why didn't we talk about this? You know, And think about it, Adam, if they didn't know that the vaccine wasn't going to be completely uh, protective, how can they know that there is or is not going to have long-term effects? That's some of the problems with it. So if you're not having this conversation – you're not going to make anything better. If you're not having this conversation, you're not going to find other ways to protect, to cure, to treat. That's why what we're doing is so very important. You know what else is important? kettle corn i love, Ooh, kettle, I corn. love kettle corn yeah. so much i'm sitting oh. here staring at me so you can talk for a moment
1: as we i'm wrap actually things really up. glad that you said kettle corn because i'm like down to like i think one or two bags left right now my <laughs> wife is all about the butter popcorn i love kettle corn because mm. it's a little bit more sweet and you know i mean i'm i guess i'm just a sucker for sweet things right like sue me absolutely um, but, but Chanel, I, i'm a little <laughs> jealous right now that you got some kettle corn in your life but i will say you know what I did have some leftover tacos a bit ago, so can't yeah. beat
0: that can't i'm beat gonna tacos. be uh going and experiencing more of the washington sportsman show oh' are good coming for you. I don't know if you can hear in the background things are coming alive here people are you kind know, trickling in, which is kind of exciting. i'm gonna be opening the doors here in about forty five minutes.
1: So um, hopefully you can find yourself a good biathlete there to help us get gold at some point.
0: Yeah. And Um, I'm going to go over to that state judging competition and learn my way in because I'm telling you, there is nothing like a steak. It has been great today. Good information. You can always find us at mymichellelive.com. Uh, we have a lot of the links to the stories and the studies that we talk about so you can research it yourself and make sure that what we're saying is so uh, god says test me try me prove me we're saying test us try us prove us let's have that conversation that kind of free speech is what's going to propel us into the future and without that we are doomed so keep liking us sharing us and and letting other people know that my Michelle Live is there. Thanks a lot, Adam. You have a great
1: weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody.
2: For more fun, go to mymichellelive.com.